San Diego's talk radio leader, 760 KFMB presents It's Your Money and Your Life. For the next hour, Richard Musio and Joe Vecchio will educate and inform you on matters related to your financial future, your life, and your leisure. Now, with It's Your Money and Your Life, here are Richard and Joe. All right, good evening, buddy. My name is Joe Vecchio, your co-host, announcer, and producer, coming to you from KFMB Studios with 50,000 watts of power. We're heard not just in San Diego County, but Orange County, L.A. County, up the coast of Seattle on a good night, down to Cabo, out to the desert. If you download the app for 760 KFMB, you can hear us as the show airs on any device. All these podcasts are commercial-free on iwaymoney.com and free on iTunes if you search the title of the show. Now time to introduce the main man of the hour. He's a CPA extraordinaire, an accomplished marathon runner, a best-selling author, a lecturer, a philanthropist, and a family office expert advising several high-net-worth families. His name is Richard Musio. Richard, good evening. How are you tonight? I'm great, Joe. I'm back in town. I was up in San Jose. <laughs> really? Doing what? Well, my daughter, Demi, who just turned 20, she's a junior at San Jose State. She finally got her driver's license. Ah, okay. And so I had her car at my house. So you insured her for $5 million or exactly. what? Exactly. So <laughs> to, get, to get her car up to San Jose, obviously, we had to drive up there. Ah, you and Demi together? No, Demi's already up there. Oh, okay. So I went up there with Mary. So we drove up the coast. Well, that's pretty nice. I mean, and then we flew back, of course, and... But the San Jose Half Marathon was on Sunday, so we decided to hang up there and run that. Well, that's awfully nice. Not too many kids in college actually have a car these days if, yeah. you're not, if they're not commuting. But, um, but she waited until she was 20 to get her license. Right, I know, but she could wait till she's back home again, right? <laughs> well, I'm hoping she never comes back. Not, nothing personal. <laughs> you never know, Richard. But I, I like having no kids at home. You, you never know. Hey, you never know. But um, uh, so, so that's what I did this week. In any case, look, there are a lot of uh, before we get to our guest tonight, there are a lot of measures and propositions statewide, citywide. Do you have any idea how many? No. Well, there are 12 citywide measures and 17 statewide, a okay. grand total of 31. I was going to guess 40. So and, that, and that number could still go up, I guess. Okay. But uh, apparently this is going to be the first time in, in San Diego voting history that we're going to have the, the ballots. Can't, it can't all fit on one ballot. I think we're going to have like two ballots or a fold-over deal or whatever. So yeah. it's, supposedly it's, uh, it's unbelievably big. But uh, any of these measures, uh, um, do you have any opinion one way or another? Well, I've been spending a lot of time in Colorado, so 64 is interesting. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, yeah. now you're North County. What's this Lilac Hills Ranch Development Measure B? You know anything about that? I don't know anything about it. You don't? No. Where's Lilac Hills anyway? I have no idea. On your Valley Center. You should know this. It's, seven, it's way out east, past it's, Escondido. It's 1,700 home development they're going to be voting. It's in it's Valley under, Center, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, does all of San Diego vote on that? I'm, I'm just I'm no, not sure. No, I don't sure. think so. So. I think it's just up there. Oh, here's some citywide measures. The Chargers, stadium plan, measure C for Chargers. Why do we need a stadium if we don't have I a football charge, team? I say charge it. Put it on a credit card. Look, folks, don't get snookered. We had Jim Steeg on the show. He was the COO of the Chargers. He was when the, he was in the NFL for, I think, 28 years running the Super Bowl. Um, the Chargers, I think, are we're stuck with them or they're stuck with us. I don't know which, but their plan got to, you know, when they wanted to leave, their plan got shut down 30 to 2. Remember that vote? Yeah, I remember 30 to 2. Folks, the uh, Chargers may want to leave, but the owners have final say. They control the league, those 32 owners. Can't and, we just get rid of them? <laughs> well, I, look, a lot of people like the players and the team and whatever, and I know it's been frustrating watching these games where they go up by a lot. <laughs> and, uh, all you know, the, the last quarter, uh, for some reason, they— They, they snatch yet another defeat I from think, the jaws of victory. I think we should just play three quarters and get it, you know, and shorten up the game, and, you know, it could get yeah, they'd, out. They'd be undefeated if they yeah. only played three quarters. <laughs> 
But anyway, Measure C, as far as uh, charging it to the, uh, the, the, the hotel guests, I, I'm not a big fan of that. Plus, look, uh, ticket prices are going to go up. Tailgating will probably go away. I mean, uh, fans love to tailgate. I know that went away for the Petco Park, right? You know, because these, conce- yeah, these concessionaires, yeah. they want people to come in and spend, you know, 20 bucks on a hot dog. So, yeah, exactly. Or 11. I think I paid 11 once, which, <laughs> so. but uh, in any case, uh, so all that has to be looked at, I think. So I'm not a big fan of C or, or anything for a new state. And plus, here's the interesting thing the mayor, the mayor had a task force, and the task force said, keep it at where, the current site where Qualcomm is, Mission Valley. Mm-hmm. And, and now the mayor came out uh, this week and said, uh, oh, I'm for uh, Measure C. You know, let's. Uh, so he must know it's not going to pass. I think it needs two thirds, right? Uh, yeah, it's not going to pass. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so maybe that's a little ploy on his part. Uh, this Measure E, I don't know about removing officials. The one that's near and dear to my heart, you know, that I actually I will have to take a bow on Measure J, which is um, J for Joe. Yes. Hey, good thinking. I think <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that. But that's the one. That's um, why I'm here, Joe, to think of things for you. Let's see. No, wait, wait, excuse me. May is, I'm sorry, K. J is money for Mission Bay Bay and other parks. And I'm not, that money for Mission Bay Parks, um, my friend Denise has been working on it. And, you know, Donna Fry, who's been on the show, uh, they're a little upset with this reallocation of funds from from the the leasing Mm -hmm. and the park system. So I'm not so sure on that. But uh, K is the one that I have to take a bow on. Remember we had um, Jeff Marston mm-hmm. on and Chad Peace, and we talked about, um, you know, forcing all candidates to get elected in November. None right. of this getting elected in June, if you're you know, a mayor or, or city official, with half the vote, you know, of a, of a low turnout. So it's like half of a half of a half before you know it, you know, you get elected by nobody. But anyway, I think that's going to pass. And, and uh, You just need 50 plus one. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, but... Um, K and L and L is the same thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm yes on K and L and, uh, and there you go. Uh, and then of course the one about taxing marijuana, it hasn't even, <laughs> the city already put a tax in, it hasn't even passed yet. It just shows you, you know, where their thinking is. But, um, anyway, and then of course, did you get your state, your state booklet in the mail yet, Richard? I mean, this is, Not like yet. A, this is a minor tome here. It's I don't big. Know, this, <laughs> I guess it's a 230, 200 and, 23 pages, something like that. But all the pro- Proposition 64, the one about uh, 223, I guess I see here. Uh, legalizing the regulated adult use of marijuana. I am for that. I don't think we should be putting people in jail anymore for, for pot. And um, uh, and that said, I think, uh, you know, uh, marijuana has been used by cultures for how many centuries and millennia? I've, I've never tried this stuff, so I don't know anything I know, about but, it. But I mean, well, we'll get Craig on the show. Maybe he can enlighten us. On oh, a surfer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Account executive. But uh, anyway, any more opinions on uh, any of the other problems? I'm not going to go through all the state problems. No, it's just going to be an interesting election all the way around. Yes. But uh, you had a lot of state propositions, taxes and, and school bonds and whatnot. So you can uh, stay up nights and read that. But I do get my mail. Do you get you vote by mail, Richard? Everybody votes by mail. Well, not everybody. Almost. Not everybody. They should. They you know, should. The state of Oregon forces you to vote by mail, which I think is a good idea. Well, it, it, it's so expensive to have these yeah. ballot stations. I'm not sure. I think it's about 60. How many, what percentage here vote by mail? Do we have any idea? I think it's about 66%. What the figure? It's over half. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure the number, but it's a lot. Yeah. But um, in any case, that's the, the reason that it's good if to vote by mail. You get to read through these things and try to come to a, a logical, sensible conclusion. So... 
But anything, anything else you need to add before we begin with our guest tonight? No, we've okay. got one of our favorite charities in the planet. Absolutely. Well, we've with had, us. We've, we've had, they've been on before. Yeah, we've had Susan G. Komen uh, folks on before, and uh, they always do a great job locally. Uh, we've had Laura Sherman Farmer on. There's a Farmer Sherman. I always Laura get Farmer Sherman. Yeah, CEO and president. We've had her on. But tonight we have representing the organization, the director of grants and public policy, none other than... Lizzie Wittig. Lizzie, welcome to our show. Thank you. Such a pleasure to have you here and all the great work you do. Now, you've been with the organization since 2003, right? Yes. So give us a little bit about your history and how, why you even uh, took an interest in, um, in getting involved with Susan G. Komen. Well, I think like most people, I was personally you know, affected by breast cancer. In 2003, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. And um, that's when we started doing the three-day walk, which is a Coma National event. It's that 60-mile walk mm-hmm. that's coming up again in November. And um, I started volunteering here with a local affiliate of uh, San Diego. And um, I've kind of grown up with Coma since then. I started doing public policy and advocacy at State Lobby Days up in Sacramento. My mom actually got to go with me once. And then um, when she passed away in 2009, um, I got a little bit more involved here at the local affiliate and um, started working with grants and public policy a little bit closer, and I've I've been there ever since. Mm. Well, now, how did you get your start in grants and public policy? Because that's a very technical, uh, <laughs> uh, you have to be a good writer, you have to be smart and do research. How about you're, a little you're a political you? science major? <laughs> No, I was actually a lit major, and oh. then I went to law school. Ah, <laughs> good and for then you. I and then I came over. So, um, so where'd you born and raised? Where we not, we usually like to do this with our guests. Born born in San Diego, local or no? No. Uh, no. I say you know I'm from here, but I was born in Arizona. Arizona, actually. okay. But it I moved counts. here before preschool, so okay. Well. Grew up in uh, North County as well. Uh-huh. I'm from Oceanside, actually. So, all right. <laughs> so, which schools did you Oceanside go to? Oceanside Turkey Trot. Let's, let's, run yeah. through, let's, run through, let's run through all your schools real oh, quick. Oh, jeez. This is making me feel so old. <laughs> I went to El Camino High School in mm-hmm. Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Point Loma Nazarene University in mm-hmm. San Diego. And then I went to Thomas Jefferson Law School down at Old at Town, downtown. then moved to downtown. Wonderful. And yeah. with that, we've got a little break, I think, coming up, don't go we, wild Justin? Cats. Because uh, <laughs> oh, come in hey. we're going <laughs> yeah. to come back talking with Lizzie Wittig, Director of Grants, Public Policy, and Student Chief Coleman, right after these words. Hang on. All right, we're back with Lizzie Wittig, Director of Grants and Public Policy from Susan G. Komen Foundation, uh, which has been around. Let's give a little, well, we've, we've gone through your, your history. Let's go. How about a little history of the organization? Founded what year, Susan G. Komen? Why, when, where, and how, and all that? Yeah, so 1990, the national organization was founded. Um, Susie was a real person, Susan G. Komen, and she was diagnosed with breast cancer very young. And um, as she was dying, her sister, Nancy Brinker, made her a promise that she would do whatever she could to uh, keep other people from facing the same fate that she did. And so um, Susan G. Komen, the organization, was born out of that promise. And that was in Texas, right? Yeah. Okay. And the headquarters are in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. And then um, our local San Diego affiliate was founded in 1995. Wow. That's when we started and did our Race for the Cures. It grew pretty quickly. Now, why do you— About how many affiliates across the nation? Right now, there's about 100. Um, At some point, you know, a few years ago, there were about 144. Yeah. But it grew so quickly. Why do you— think, I mean, uh, they must have had some really good organizing early on, right? And got some, did they get involved? I know the NFL, like, they all had pink on last week, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, at the hardware store, they have pink hammers now, I noticed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
especially now in October for National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You want to do something with Pepto-Bismol, do a little cross promo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shouldn't give out brand names, but what the heck. <laughs> yeah, uh. we've had a lot of really great community partners that I think have helped um, grow this organization. And, um, you know, Komen specifically, I think, has really changed the dynamic of breast cancer, you know, back in 1990, you couldn't even talk about this on a show like this or on TV. And and it really has changed the entire landscape, not only through funding and programs and the research and advances we've made there, but just uh, socially and in our culture. And then you do... Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of the philosophy of early detection and prevention, it, I think, changed the landscape. Absolutely. Because it used to be a totally reactive thing. You would get breast cancer. Well, maybe they yeah. got a little, maybe the medical technology caught up too. Maybe they got a little better at, um, you know, with the, with the technology. Is it still, the mammogram just still the x-ray between the two plates of glass? It's kind of an uncomfortable thing, isn't it? Or is that how it goes? It or? can be, yeah, yeah. But it's only for a couple seconds and it's a lot less uncomfortable than surgeries or chemo or anything like that. I mean, so. I, I would think someday they're going to come up with a much, uh, you know, less invasive, uh, quicker, you know, they do that with all other fields, a way to diagnose, yeah. uh, r- right? There's actually been some really great advances in research um, through Komen funding. One of our scholars has developed this MBI uh, what's technology. That st- what's that stand for? You don't, not sure? I, I, okay, what, what, what is it? <laughs> okay. it's, it's basically like, um, it's, it's a mammogram, but in an MRI kind of sense. So you don't uh, actually have to get squished and it's a lot clearer um, and a lot more accurate. I think when you go through the airport now, they should just give you a, a you know, TSA, <laughs> scan scan you for this, that, and the other, medical screen. I mean, if you don't wait. Sure, I've, I've got security clearance. I don't oh, have to worry about that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd still rather get screened, Richard, for something. Okay. If I, you know. <laughs> if you're getting screened anyway. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, yeah, I would think with all the, the money and research now, um, we should probably get, you know, with, with uh, Sanford, Burnham, Prebis, and all mm-hmm. these uh, the biotech here, we should probably do an outreach. Maybe Lizzie and, and Komen can help uh, direct us, but yeah, find out some of the, get some of the actual medical researchers on. Like we recently had Dr. Feifel on, who's a, you know, MD, PhD, doing, about, he's, I guess, about 100 different clinical trials. So are there any great breakthroughs that you can share with us that you've learned of within the last, you know, six months, year, uh, Two years. I'm yeah, this new screening I just mentioned, the mm-hmm. MBI, um, is, is really impressive. We're all super excited about that. We mm-hmm. also um, we had an event yesterday. We have um, a few common scholars here in San Diego um, at UCSD and Salk Institute, and um, they're really looking at the genetic mm. level of breast cancer and how to treat it there. So, um, mm-hmm. And specifically, a few of them are looking at metastatic <laughs> breast cancer. So once it spreads to another part of the body metastasize huh? yes mm-hmm. and so um they're they're doing some great work there and we are having some great advancements so i'm i'm hopeful that we'll have a huge breakthrough breakthrough how, here how about this new medical now you've probably heard of this richard the the, the new uh, cancer therapy where they take uh, is it your blood cells your t-cells they take them out of you and they somehow reconfigure them and put them back in and those t-cells uh they i guess they boost your immunity to attack the cancer cells and it's i guess it's a lot uh Less damaging to the to healthy tissue. Yeah, it's an immune booster, right? Mm-hmm. Have they have they had any success with that in the way of breast cancer? or Don't we know yet? Not sure. Um, there are some ongoing studies with it right now, mm-hmm. looking at um, how effective it is and what it does to change your prognosis. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, you know, hopefully these breakthroughs will be coming just around the corner. Mm. Who was the famous the, the actress who did a um, she did a preventive Angelina uh, Jolie? Yeah. Yes. 
double yeah. mastectomy. Yeah. I mean, is that... Um, but she had a test that suggested she had a very high probability of getting breast cancer. Right. Right. She was uh, had genetic testing for BRCA1 and BRCA2, which are the breast cancer genes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe she had a family history as well. I mm-hmm. think her mother right. her had mother. something. Right. So, um, yeah, that's an option for some people. Um, you know, everything like that should be decided between an individual and their doctor and what's best for them. Everyone has a different well, personal that's a, risk. Well, that's a pretty daunting decision to make. With reconstructive surgery today, though, um, I would think that, uh, it, you know, hopefully they could, you know, re, you know build new body parts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well there's, yeah, there's breast reconstruction now, which right. many years ago was not an option. Right. Right. Well, with this, Richard, we ought to plug, you know, your wife Mary has My a wife Mary owns the brighter side. And what do they do? They provide products and services to women survivors. So mm-hmm. things like special clothing, bras, um, mastectomy products, mm-hmm. um, wigs. Many women, of course, lose their hair. Mm-hmm. And, and so just a variety of products and services. She has one location in Solana Beach. And a second location in La Mesa, and she's actually out scouting for a South Bay location right now. Probably going to be in Chula Vista. Outstanding for her third location, mybrighterside.com. In fact, we run some of her ads. I think during Slater's show on the computer. Yeah. Again, mybrighterside.com. Yeah. Okay. But so um, I mean, it all relates. So I, I thought we'd we mentioned her efforts. Yeah. As so in well, the spirit so. of disclosure, but yeah. that's that's <laughs> what my lovely wife Mary does, among other things, with the brighter side. But again, website is mybrighterside.com. Okay. But Lizzie, I know um, Coleman is the largest funder of breast cancer research other than the federal government, correct? Correct. About yeah. how much, do you, do you know what the amount is? If not, I can look it up real quickly. Um, um, hang on a second, I'm going to look. I do. So, you know, our local affiliate grants Well, I see $889 million It's here, almost right? a billion yeah. nationwide. And 2,400 yes. grants for breast yeah. cancer. 2,400 grants. That's actually wow. internationally. Internationally, mm-hmm. okay. We yeah. fund not just in the U.S., but anywhere where there are scientists willing to do this work. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Komen also, I mean, in addition to the diagnosis of, uh, of cancer and the mammograms, and uh, you provide free mammograms for every woman in San Diego if they need one, or is it? Yeah, so our local affiliate, we fund um, free breast health and breast cancer services here in San Diego County, and mammograms are one of them. We do um, everything from diagnostic services to patient financial assistance, meal delivery, patient Mm -hmm. navigation, care coordination, uh, support services. We have a lot of great programs, and that's really what, you know, our funding and our fundraising here goes towards to provide those programs to San Diegans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people don't realize what a life changer it is because well, you don't get diagnosed well, with this medical issue or any other and just get out of bed in the morning and go back to the regular job and you do know. your regular thing. I mean, so where would they get those uh, mammograms if, uh, if a woman needed one? Well, we've got um, this great coach now in San Diego that does our mobile mammography. And so Ooh. we can actually take it into I've the seen community. It. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. Mm-hmm. It's and really you can amazing. take it to where people shop, where they live, where they work, where, you know, we say play, pray, shop, live. Um, so we actually have one on Friday with the coach um, down at uh, Northgate Markets on mm-hmm. uh, Coronado Avenue. Mm-hmm. And then we have them scheduled almost every day in October, <laughs> especially. So you can go on the website, comansandiego.org, and see a list of where they'll all be. And then it's we all also- one word, Coman San Diego. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yep. And then we also have um, programs through our community health centers and clinics here in San Diego where women can get screened mm. through our program for free. Very good. Very good. And that goes on all over the country. It's not just here, right? Because October is the big like, cancer awareness. National month, Breast right? Cancer Awareness. How, how many women do you see in San Diego, for example, on an annual basis? 
Well, this past year with the coach, we had 4,000 women wow. get screened, and that's just with the coach. So just we, with the coach, yeah. yeah. We also have um, a program at 211, so if you just call, dial 211 from your phone, you'll be connected to them. It's a directory, and we have breast health navigators there that help people get um, scheduled at all these community clinics and health centers for free mammograms. Yeah, that, that, that 211, interesting you should bring that up because is that, is that a countywide thing? You can get a lot of information off of that yeah, number, right? Yeah, they do everything. Like when we had the fires a few years ago, you could call them to see which roads were closed mm-hmm. and, and who was being evacuated and where That's, the nearest evacuation sites were. They do everything countywide. Because you can't get through on 911 anymore, Richard. They put you on. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you have to call 911 just to get through on actually, 911. I th- actually, I think our times are better here, but I remember I, yeah. I this is a little aside, but I went up to to um, Los Angeles once, and I was in the Wilshire area, and I think a guy actually it sounded like some guy fired a gun. And anyway, I went call nine one. They put me on hold, but we're not on hold anymore. We're talking to Lizzie <laughs> Wittig. We'll be right back. We're going to go on hold from the show and but more. Just real on. briefly, Susan G. So don't Coma. go away. But we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. We're back with the award-winning It's Your Money and Your Life, and I think we're going to have more awards October 25th, Richard. We'll know some more about that later. But now I know we've been nominated for a ton. No, we're not. We won. Uh, one, we and won. we've won some. We just don't know what we've won. We don't know what place yet. One, two, or three, and which is yeah. category. We're up in four categories. We're not like the Chargers. We don't know what place we're going to finish it. In their <laughs> case, we know. But anyway, big thank you to our sponsors. If you want to talk about first place, here's our list of sponsors, okay? Don't make me snort, Richard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big thank you to UBS and Michael Caranta. We could not do this show without UBS and Michael Caranta. Also, favorite CPAs on the planet. We have two sets of them. If you want to be really specialized, Jason Kruger, CPA. He's actually he's going to be a guest here later this month. Signature Analytics, a great CFO service. Also, more traditional CPAs. Polito Epic up in San Marcos with Don Epic and Paul Polito. Also, Joel Grushkin with Cost Segregation Initiatives, helping real estate owners improve their cash flow. Had a great event last night at Brenda Geiger's law office, Geiger Law Office. She, of course, had her car Toberfest with all these really neat high-end cars. But Brenda Geiger specializes in asset protection and estate planning. Also, California Republic Bank with Sean Puckett and Lane Elliott, a really neat niche market bank that serves wealthy families and family offices. Neil Staley with Hub International, formerly known as Mars Maddox Insurance, a great employee benefits firm. Many companies have open enrollment on December one. Highly recommend Hub International for your, <coughs> excuse me, employee benefits. The LG Experience and the Lombardi Group, helping wealth advisors make heroes out of CPAs to the CPA's very best clients. And our great friend, Paul Hines. Paul, of course, is the CEO of Hearthstone Private Wealth Management. And Paul heads up the Senior Safe and Sound.org initiative here in San Diego, helping to prevent financial Elder abuse. Financial abuse of elders, I think. Financial abuse of elders. I think that sounds better. That sounds better. I agree. <laughs> Our favorite mortgage broker, Nathan Watkins. I've got to get the details on his new affiliation, which I was supposed to do last week, but I was remiss. But again, if you want a new home, low interest rates prevail, whether you're refinancing or buying, Nathan Watkins. Also, Carl Sheeler with Two Bears Ranch, a great charity in Colorado, bringing equine therapy to veterans with PTSD. And, of course, Michelle St. Clair and Elite Lifestyle Management helping with all kinds of unique needs for people like me who have no time. They just booked a um, great uh, facility for me in San Antonio for an event I have to do with a bunch of retired national sales directors from Mary Kay. Yes, you are a special needs person. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) My mother tells me I'm special, Joe. 
And for those of you who are getting hungry listening to this amazing repartee. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I, well, there's also the Very Good Food Foundation, Michelle Chickarelli Lyrac, and all the great programs they provide. And um, uh, they're going to have another one this, uh, I guess, this last quarter, uh, dealing with um, not meats. It's going to be, I think, seafood this time. I think time it's around. seafood. Yeah. Yeah. And then also cars, Lestats, coffee houses, uh, Normal Heights, University Heights, and Hillcrest open 24-7, 365, serving great coffee, food all made on site, always crowded all the time. And, Richard, if they, people want to find out any more about our sponsors, they just get over to IYMoney.com. There's a sponsor tab there, and they can click on any one or all of them, and all their information is there, their bios, their, their contact information, et cetera. I know many have been working with you. We're going on 30 years. With great success, I know that. So, yeah, Like I said, this is the A-list. Yes, but anyway, back with Susan G. Komen Foundation and Lizzie Wittig. Um, where should we, where so, should Lizzie, we go So, you've from? got some big events coming up in San Diego. Yes. yes, we do. In November. The first one, of course, is the... The Race for the Cure. The Race for the Cure, the 5K on Sunday. November, November 6th. 6th, down yep. at Balboa Park. Yes. Well, let's give all the details. Where is it, where and when, and, and all that stuff. I, I see Sunday, November 6th, uh, 8 a.m. to yes. 10.30. Yes. Do, do we have to remember to change our clocks the night before? Yes. Yes, we do. We do. That's right. Is that when we spring, uh, spring let's see, uh, fall back? Fall back. Fall back. Uh, okay. It is. All right. So it's going to be even a little earlier than... <laughs> but anyway, it starts at Palm and Sixth Avenue, right? Yes, that is where the start line. And how, how many people are you expecting this year? We get usually between uh, twelve and fourteen thousand, so it's a large event. It's a lot of fun. It's good for families. It's good for runners. It's good for walkers. Ah. Um, it's actually a five k, but there's also a one mile route. So if you don't want to do the whole five k, you can sign up to do the one mile route and. Um, it's it's a lot of fun for everyone. Yeah, so 5K is basically what, 3.1 miles 3. or 1, 1 mile? Yes. So, and it's a walk-run, so if you don't want to run, you can walk. If you don't want to walk, you can run, or you can do both. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I, that's how I do it, Richard. <laughs> but uh, I know you guys have a really neat, um, what's her, t- she's a um, Cure Honorary Survivor. Yes, Hannah Martini. She's awesome. She's um, a breast cancer survivor. Um, she was diagnosed very young at 29. Wow. And um, she's now stage four and is um, a metastatic, uh, you know, living with metastatic disease. So, uh, you know, everything we were talking about earlier, the research and all that is so important to her because she will probably be on treatment for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. So she's just waiting for the next drug, for the next breakthrough. And so many survivors are like that. And so we're really excited to have her as our honorary survivor this year. She's an amazing young woman. She's got a lot of energy and a great outlook and hope and just really wants to help spread the message and get other survivors and people on board and supporting this. You know, I know she's, um, well, I'm a long distance runner, but I know, I believe the story is she was actually training for her first marathon, correct? Yes. When she went in just for what, a routine physical or something, you know, I mean, to make sure that her health was decent and fine. Yeah. Well, she had a concern and symptom because she was young and wasn't getting regular breast screenings yet. So, um, that's also another piece of advocacy. She's, uh, very strong about as are all we you know age doesn't really mean much and if you have something and a doctor tells you you're too young and you don't need to be screened don't I mean, worry you, about you it literally yet. can't be too young right so you know there there's screening guidelines and as i said earlier it should be a decision between each individual and their their doctor but um you know it's a big thing to advocate for yourself and you know yourself better than anyone else so if you know something's wrong or something's different to mm-hmm. definitely push and, and get something done about it so she had an ultrasound. I guess it, in August of 2015, she posted in, in Facebook that she um, she was diagnosed. 
Um, what's her prognosis? Is, is she? Well, as I, yeah, as I said, she's stage four now and is living with metastatic disease, so she will probably always be on treatment. And as new treatments come out, that'll that'll change. But stage four, here's some points to, to keep in. Stage four is not a death sentence, right? Correct. And um, you do not need to have a family history of breast cancer to get it. So a lot of people should know that. Right. And 29, obviously, is not too old. And, and a lump does not have to feel like a lump. So. No. Yeah, the two uh, largest risk risk factors for breast cancer are being a woman and getting older, two things none of us can do anything yeah, about. Exactly. Well, and, 20, so, and 29 isn't even that old. No, really. it's not. So by today's... You know, my, my, my wife has seen many women younger than that. Yeah. Mm. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's, it, now, it's Hannah, Hannah worked at Ulster and Associates, and I know Bev Ulster. And, oh. uh, yeah. The, uh, she has a, I guess, marketing advertising firm, right? So yeah. It, it's interesting. The, the company... It's great to have support not for, not only from your family but for your company as well, right? And uh, it seems like their company was very supportive of her. Yes. And, and allowing you to work half days because she had uh, chemo. Yes. And uh, you know it's pretty exhausting. I, I can imagine. So. Absolutely. But well, she'll she'll be there, I guess, this year, right, Hannah? She will. She'll be kicking it off. She'll be uh, doing the opening ceremony and and speaking a little bit, and mm-hmm. she'll be there out on the route walking with everyone. So in the in the in the race uh, in the walk, I guess it's a lot of survivors and their family and friends, right, out for support. Is that how? Yeah, that absolutely. Works? We have like a survivor village, is what it's called, and survivors huh. can go in there with their friends or family if they want, and they really get pampered. They <laughs> they get a nice breakfast. There's massages and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, a little mani pedi before. Or after. <laughs> Joe, there is Joe. There is so much pink at this event. <laughs> there is. But everyone there is being more than pink. They're coming out to do something about it. So well, you now I really now there's Pepto Bismol. What other products out there? Pink. Let's think about this. I don't know. I think you should do a big cross promo thing. You know, along. But no, Joe. Promo. Seriously, I was at I think it was Ace Hardware, and they had pink hammers this month. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I guess everything's going pink uh, for for uh, for the month of October. Is it just breast cancer awareness, or is it all cancer awareness in October? Because I think uh, you know, October's National Breast Cancer Awareness. I know, but I think isn't it all cancer? Other cancer cancers too or what what am i chop liver lung <laughs> no, cancers <laughs> other some other cancers have different months and we um, share october also with some other i think like um mm-hmm. a childhood um development Illness, or something yeah or yeah is also conditions. october yeah so it's throughout the year well october is just a very good month for for causes and charities because um but joe you see a lot of people from kfmb out at the um, 5K. Oh, yes. Really? Oh, that's good. Running it, participating. Uh, I guess the uh, the, uh, the TV station is going to support it too. And um, I guess who are your media partners? We should. Yeah, KFMB is a presenting sponsor. Mm-hmm. And, Wonderful. Um, Give them a plug. Yes, they're <laughs> always out there and full our buddy force. Pat, our buddy Pat's going to be out there. Yes, yep. Pat will be there. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's been with our affiliate and supporting and working with us since it started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I see on your website there's Channel Eight. There we go. Live and. 760 KFMB. How about yeah. that? That's us. <laughs> hey, we're going to come right back with Lizzie Wittig from Susan G. Komen right after these announcements. Hang on. All right. We're back with Lizzie Wittig, Susan G. Komen Foundation. Richard wanted the Pink Panther theme. We needed some pink music. Because <laughs> everything's going pink for the month of October. Leading up to the so, Lizzie, Race in for addition, the Cure. Yeah, in addition to the Race for the Cure, you know, Sunday, November 6th here in San Diego. Komen is even better known for, and this would be on a national scale, the three-day walk, right? Yes. So our national organization puts on the three-day, and San Diego is one of the host cities. So that's November 18th through the 20th. Mm. And that starts and ends where? 
It starts in uh, Del Mar at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, mm-hmm. and it ends down at Peco Park mm. downtown. So it's, you do a lot of circuitous routes in there throughout that, right? Yeah, we got to make sure everyone gets the nice views. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember one year there was a bunch of gals in pink shirts uh, in the Cass Street Bar and Grill, uh, oh, yeah. and they're doing they they stop off and party. <laughs> Joe, folks. you don't have to walk yeah. like twenty miles a day. And oh, not they're, stop. They're, they're in the middle. They're in the middle of the walk, but I yeah. mean, it's I mean, you uh, can do other things. Along it's the a way. party for some of you know maybe. That's why it's so popular. So, but uh, how many yeah. how many people participate in San Diego uh, for that? Do you have any idea what the yeah thousands? Of- I think last year there were about seven thousand. Yeah, what's a good way to lose some weight too? I guess it depends where you you don't want to be stopping <laughs> off and getting a pizza and beer. But uh. <laughs> I call it you know I've been doing the, the walk every year since two thousand three, and I call it the three day buffet because every. <laughs> Every two to three miles, you stop at a pit stop, and you can get snacks and your water, and you know oh there's bathrooms. But... It's, probably the, it's probably the only walk, walk where you're three, you walk for sixty miles and you put on some weight. So it's, but what l- a Lizzie, where do women stay? Do they bring sleeping bags? Do they stay in five star hotels? What do they do? Well, um, you're supposed to camp. So um, every night uh, at camp, which is at Crown Point mm-hmm. out in uh, Mission Bay, um, there is a campsite, and everyone stays in tents and sleeps there and eats there and gets up and does another 20 mm. miles the next okay. day. Didn't we have that woman with the fire department they got themselves a nice beachfront uh, place? Oh, yeah. Lorraine, Hutchinson. Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine, Hutchinson, Lorraine Hutchinson was our guest last year. And let's just say she admitted to not complying with the crowd. Well, point. she's a survivor, yeah. so you got yeah, to cut, yeah. cut her some slack. Yeah. But, uh, heck, make a, make a nice event out of it, for God's <laughs> sakes. They should talk to uh, Gina Champion-Kane with her with her uh, Love Surf properties down there all along the, the bay the well, they're ocean. probably going to walk by about five of her locations. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, right along the board. So let's there. see. But, um, but how, how did that event come to be? Or I mean, who, whose brainchild was this? So Coma National um, started this event uh, in 2003, and um, it's a three-day, 60-mile walk. So you walk 20 miles uh, every day for three days. And, um, and and you've done it every year since 03 yourself, right? Yes, wow. I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little addicting. You People think you're crazy, but <laughs> it's hard to give up once you start. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's designed to be hard. So like, that camping part um it's designed to kind of mimic the breast cancer journey and the, mm. the struggles you have to go through mm. and um and i think that's why they make sure there are hills and that you do camp mm. and it's a little cold at night and then mm. in the morning so it's all part of the experience but it's worth it it's, it's great it's this amazing community you go out and you make a three-day family and it really is a family everyone remembers everyone every year and you walk and hear everyone's stories and get to share yours and it's it's really an amazing event, and on top of all that, it's raising money, you know, to fund all the research we've been talking about. That's where mm-hmm. the money comes from. That and the combination. Now, your office I see is uh, uh, Murphy Canyon Road. Uh, you're probably not too far from Charger Park, right? Uh, we are don't just s- down don't, the don't say that wait, word. Wait a minute, Richard. You let her answer. How far? How close are you? Less than a mile. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> do any of the Chargers get involved? I mean, have you have they collaborated or come over? You met any of the players or anything like that? Or uh, yeah. So we always have um, two team captains from the Chargers. So really? uh, Jaleel Adai huh. um, has always been one. And um, they have a team in our Race for the Cure. Again, the race is our event. The three-day is Coma Nationals event. Uh, so they And they're big partners. We had last Wednesday our Chargers mammogram event over at Qualcomm Stadium where hmm. we screened almost 100 uh Women and two men, hmm. by the way, men that's, get breast cancer. That's right, as well. men do get breast cancer. They uh-huh. do. In, so. in fact, a very well-known announcer here in San Diego, Bill yes. Griffith, is yes. one of the leading mm-hmm. advocates. Yes, well, he's about, a news anchor for gosh yeah. sakes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. about one in every thousand cases of breast cancer is in a man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So there you have it. Now, so the Chargers have some injured players, so you may prevail upon them. They're, they may not have much to do, you know, on Sundays and whatnot. So, um, you, know, you know, Danny Woodhead, for gosh sakes. and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. You ought to get a hold of the PR department over there and say, hey. Yeah, they can, they if, can walk a mile or be pushed in a. <laughs> right. Now, I don't know if the Chargers are playing that day, but they may have to be somewhere with them. I Who think knows? they're on the road. Yeah. yeah I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, let's see. So, uh, and your website again, let's give it out, ComanSanDiego.org. A lot of great information there, folks, especially about the, 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 uh, the race for the cure. Okay. On, on Was, do, you have vol- do you have volunteer opportunities, too? Oh, my gosh, yes. We are a small but mighty uh, team of eight full-time employees. <laughs> so we really have a huge base of volunteers, and we couldn't do anything without them. They're amazing. So. Mm. Anyone who's looking to get involved can join the race. The three-day can uh, volunteer at our office. We always have opportunities, and they can do that um, on the website as well at comensandiego.org. Wonderful. Now, as far as this delivering uh, meals for a woman and her entire family, I mm-hmm. mean, how many? I mean, is that available for anybody who needs it, basically? Or Yeah, any breast, can- breast cancer patient. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mama's Kitchen is our grantee for that, and they deliver a hot meal three times a day to um, a breast cancer patient and her family if needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have over 39,000 meals are delivered each year through that program. Wow. Yeah. That. Also, transportation services are really important when one yes. is going through breast cancer. It's not necessarily easy to drive. Yeah. No, and a lot of people who maybe don't have a car um, can't take the bus or public transportation right. once they've been diagnosed and and you'll, um, and you'll actually help folks if they have some financial problems with rent, mortgage, prescription drug payments, uh, and yes, all that. Absolutely. Boy. And all these programs, again, are through Coman San Diego. And uh, the funding for this comes from a race for the cure. And that's where all the money goes to fund yeah. these programs. So, so, Lizzie, do you see a day where there will be no breast cancer? Yes. I wouldn't be here doing this if I didn't. Absolutely. That's. Um, you know, we're spending the money for research to energize science to find the cures for this disease, um, and I fullheartedly believe in that and that that will happen. Well, we have a lot of research in biotech right here in San Diego County, so, yes. um, you know, like I say, Richard, we should probably get some medical specialists. Yeah, and I on. think people are doing a better job of being sensitive to the environmental issues and the diet issues Absolutely. involved in breast cancer as well. Right, have they now look at some simple things? I mean, are there some things we should be eating or not eating uh, or any lifestyle things, I mean, that help prevent this? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Healthy when, lifestyle choices are a big thing. Again, you know, the, the two major risk factors are things we can't control, so the things we can we really need to <laughs> look at. So maintaining a healthy weight, adding exercise to your daily routine, limiting your alcohol intake. <laughs> um, these are all uh, healthy lifestyle choices we should be making to lower our risk. Isn't it um, fat in the diet uh, an issue, too, uh, or can be an issue or, or something that we should? Um, yeah, absolutely. That's a part of, you know, maintaining a, a healthy weight. Now they're going to have a high-tech bra, Richard. Check this out uh, <laughs> during radiotherapy. Have you heard about this? More than 38,000 women undergo radiotherapy. Uh, this is out of the U.K., I guess. So, but, I mean, they're, they're coming up with all kinds of things, right? Radiotherapy, have you seen this? A nylon garment, have you seen this? Developed by scientists. Of course, this is in in England. (laughs) But, um, you know, all kinds of cool, interesting things. There's so many resources being committed (laughs) to it. I I agree. I think it's just a matter of time. Although although even if it's cured, there's still going to be a huge population of women who are survivors. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's over 3 million breast cancer survivors mm-hmm. now in the U.S., which is the largest group of cancer survivors, and we're proud to stand next to them and support them. Hmm. Fantastic. 
Well, any closing thoughts? We have a couple minutes to go here. I guess, well, actually, actually we, we don't. Actually, we don't. <laughs> so, Lizzie Wittig, thank you so much. Really for appreciate being it. Thank you. Susan G. Komen, Komen, San Diego. Get over there and check out the walk in the race. On November, November 6th. 6th. Come on out. November, November 18th to 20th. You yes. got it. Richard, great seeing you. And uh, Justin Hart, our board operator. Thanks for making us sound terrific. Thanks to Craig Blanking, our con executive, and to Dave Sniff, our programming genius here at KFMB. All these podcasts are commercial free at IYMoney.com. You have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Thank you.